This week, I'm going to be talking all about how to avoid wasting time manually scheduling appointments, that tennis you get of pinging messages to and from trying to get people booked in for an appointment. Either you've got a secretary doing this for you or even worse, you're doing it yourself. It's a total waste of time. It's a waste of money. There's simple apps and technology you can use and anyone can do this stuff. You don't need to be a tech wizard. And that is what I'm going to talk about today. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Okay, so over the next few minutes, I'm going to cover what calendar scheduling apps are, the advantages of using those and versus some other options you might have, and some of the hidden benefits you might not be aware of when you actually start using these in your business. I'll also explain how to pick the right apps for your business, because there are a few options out there, and I'll hopefully guide you on some principles you can use when deciding which one to go for. Now, we've been using calendar scheduling apps in our company for a number of years now and they really have just simplified that annoying process of hey can I, can I book a meeting with you? Yeah, great. Are you free next Tuesday? No, no, I'm not. How about Wednesday at 11 o'clock? Yeah, I can do that. Oh no, sorry, I can't do that. That continual back and forth and then someone reschedules and you have to then change all the appointments and start that whole process all over again. When you use a simple scheduling app, all of that nonsense is totally removed. It makes it super slick for someone to book in appointments with you and also then reschedule them or cancel them or whatever they need to do with that appointment once it's booked. It's all taken care of by the app. And as I said, there's quite a few hidden benefits. I'm going to go into those as we go through this. We use them really simply in the beginning. It was literally just, here's a link, book on my calendar, done. And then we've actually since developed the, our use of them and actually found quite a few novel ways to improve our client experience by using them for various things. And I'll go into those in a moment. So um, what, the use cases for these, there's quite a few different things you can actually do with these apps. So you can just book typical calls and meetings. So, hey, can you book a meeting with me? Great, here's a link. And you can set up different meeting types. Though. So you can have a 15 minute meeting, a 30 minute meeting, an hour long meeting, and you can do all sorts of things like ask questions up front and things. I'll cover that in a bit more in a second. So you can just use them to basically get people to book in with you. You can also actually charge people to book. So as they book the appointment, you can actually have a payment facility set up. So they have to pay for that call. So if you did coaching or ad hoc coaching, you can actually set that up so that actually they can book in as they book it, they pay for the, the, the meeting and they can only book it once that payment is complete. So you know that anyone arrives on that particular meeting type, they're a paying client and therefore you can then... Um, you can then obviously give them whatever advice or coaching you need to. You can also set up classes. You can do groups as well. And you can actually have meetings set up where you have a maximum number of people in any group and people can book in until they're full and then that slot becomes unavailable. So they can be really clever about how you can do stuff. And you can set up subscriptions as well. So if you have a, a coaching program on a subscription basis, you can actually set all that up too within those sorts of apps um, and run workshops and all the rest of it as well. So they're really, really um, flexible tools and they are super simple to use. Um, 
The, the apps that we've used in the past are Calendly and Acuity are two of the ones we've used. They're both pretty similar. I'll talk about how to pick the right one in a little bit. And also your CRM or your, your management software might actually have one already built in, so check that out as well. But generally speaking, they have a free option. So you can get started and try this stuff out um, and get really good functionality out of them for totally free. And it can literally save hours of time and make your company look miles more professional. It's like having a personal secretary who's doing all your scheduling for you on your calendar without you having to worry about it or without paying a secretary to do it. You can also sync your calendar booking app with multiple calendars. So I've got, for example, quite a few coaching groups that I run throughout the week and I actually have them set up on, on separate calendars so people can subscribe to them. So when someone books in a call for me, I want to make sure it's not going to clash with any of my existing calendars. So I have that it's set up. So if someone books a call with me, it'll schedule that onto my main calendar. And I use Google, but you might use Outlook or whatever. It'll sync with pretty much anything you want. It'll then put that, um, that meeting into my calendar. So it comes up um, with the meeting, with the link for the meeting, the details of the meeting, um, any information that's captured. And I'll talk a bit more about that in a second and put that into my calendar. But it'll make sure that it's not overlapping any of my calendars. And so I don't get double booked for anything. And you can also do things like you can add a bit of a, a breather before the meeting or a bit of time after. If you know, if you know that some of your meetings often sort of run over time, then you can always have a, a sort of 15 minute or a 30 minute window blocked out. So the calendar will, will fit it in wherever you've got enough time for that, that, that sort of space before the meeting, if you want to have that, and also whatever space after the meeting you want to set aside. It's also really good for, so I use this for my one-to-one -one meetings and I want sort of five or 10 minutes after the meeting to collect my thoughts, to write some notes and to make sure that sort of for the next meeting I'm prepared. And so I block out five or 10 minutes after each of my one-to-one -one meetings so to make sure I've got time to do that. And the calendar automatically does all that for me. Another really useful thing is the ability for people to be able to schedule, reschedule, sorry, or cancel their appointments without having to come back to you. So often you know, people, they book appointments and for whatever reason they can't attend. They really want to come, but they can't. So in the, in the past, they used to send us an email or a message saying, hey, see, sorry, can't book the appointment. Can we reschedule? And you sort of back to square one again, having to go through that whole malarkey of basically pinging over, uh, can you make it on this day? Can you do this time? No, I can't, blah, blah, blah. And it just basically is just a frustration that we obviously don't actually you have anymore because we uh, use these apps. But with the app in place, you just basically, they just reschedule. They click a link, they then choose a new time, which fits into your calendar, doesn't get uh, doesn't allow you to get double booked, and it just shows you them your available slots uh, for that particular meeting type. So they can take care of that all themselves. And if they cancel, you can even set it up so it'll automatically send them an email saying, hey, you cancelled your appointment. Would you like to rebook? Here's the link to rebook a new meeting or just follow up, you know, however you and your business want to follow up people who cancel. And so there's loads of flexibility and automation that can be done uh, using these apps. So Really, I mean, I've covered some of this already, but the, the main reasons or the benefits of using these are it saves massive amounts of time, it eliminates all that back and forth, it makes you look far more professional as a company, it reduces no-shows because they get email reminders, text reminders, and you can 
craft those however you want. So if you're using this to sell, in effect, a, an appointment, say a sales appointment, you really want that person to, to show up and be prepared for that meeting. You can actually set up some emails that warm them up to the benefits of coming to that call, or maybe just educate them about your company before they arrive. So they actually come thinking, wow, this is someone you know I really want to speak to, and I really want to actually attend that meeting because I'm really interested to hear what else they have to say, because um, I've learned a bit about them in the emails that have come um, up to that meeting. And so um, that way you can automate that process super simple through the app. So if they book a meeting a week ahead, maybe you have three emails that come. If they book it tomorrow, they just have a one email and then a text, a text reminder. You can schedule that or set that all up really, really simply. And as I mentioned before, you can also use these uh, appointments to ping off other automation. So if you have a sales call, for example, then maybe you want to have a follow up. If they don't, maybe they don't buy on the spot. Then maybe, you know, a week later or a couple of days later, a quick follow up email goes out and you can actually schedule that into your, your whatever email management software you're using to actually then trigger off that automation to follow people up until they either tell you to stop following them up or they actually buy whatever product or service you're selling. Another really useful thing that we do is to capture information from people. So whether that's just a client of mine booking on for a coaching call and where I ask them, you know, what is the nature of this call? What do you want to cover on this call? And that just helps me prepare mentally for those meetings and arrive, you know, a bit more uh, professionally that, you know, I know what's going to, what's coming and I can, maybe I can prepare some stuff beforehand, but also for um, new leads and, and new potential clients as well, you can ask them specific questions that will help you decide, can you actually help this person? It's great for market research, finding out people's pain points, for example, asking them like, what's your biggest challenge right now? What are you hoping I can help you with on this call? That's all absolute gold. And if you get that from every single person that books a call with you, you don't have to ask that on the call because you've asked it ahead of schedule, but also you can ask some more detailed uh, questions about their problem. So when they come on the call, they may even forget they filled that form in. But when they come on the call, you actually sound like you know what you know they're, they're, they're experiencing. You can empathize with them. You can you can think of stories that you've been through that relate to their problems and prepare that mentally ahead of schedule. So when you get on that call, you can really sound like you know you you can empathize with their, their uh, problems, the challenges they're having because you've had that little time, bit of time to prepare beforehand. So. Loads of these are sort of the hidden benefits that I was talking about before. Um, there's loads of ways you can use these apps to really improve the customer experience, that client experience, really from the moment they book in with you all the way through uh, through to the meeting itself, but then afterwards as well. So um, I want to talk a little bit now about how these sort of work on a more practical level. Just go into some of the the, the functionality that most of these. Uh, calendar scheduling apps have. And if you're looking to, to find a new app and you, know, you don't go with one of our recommendations uh, that I'll talk about in a second, then these are the kind of things that you want to really be looking for in whatever app. And it's good to be aware of what's available or what, what functionality is, is there uh, when you do get signed up. So when you, when you set up a new appointment type in your calendar and you have multiple different appointment types set up, you can set limits for your availability. So that may be certain times of day that you accept sales calls or certain times of day or days of the week that you accept coaching calls, for example. You can, you can determine or specify how far ahead people can book calls as well. So maybe you don't want to book calls three months ahead because things might change. So you just allow people to book a week ahead or two weeks ahead. And you can also set up the frequency of those appointments that you will allow on any given week. So 
Uh, maybe you don't want to take more than three coaching calls in a week or you don't want more than one coaching call per day. And you can set all of that up. So when people book in, you don't suddenly get overwhelmed with appointments into your calendar that interfere with your usual day-to-day routine. You can uh, you, in, you are in total control of how people can book in and how frequently they can do that and all the other things I mentioned. You can also make yourself look busy. So if you actually have a totally open calendar and you really want to accept appointments, say sales calls at any time at all, but you don't want it look like you're desperate, then you can use the app and click a, you know, a couple of settings and it will then actually make you look busy. So it will remove loads of appointments from your calendar, but give people a good variation so they can still book in when they want roughly, but it won't look like, you know, you've got, you know, tons of appointments available. And I always feel a bit uh, dubious when I, you know, book in with say a coach or maybe I want to speak to a sales guy about a product or service and literally they've got every single appointment available for the next three weeks. It makes me think these guys aren't really very busy. You know, are they actually any good? Is anyone else booking appointments with them? And it, maybe they have a sales team, uh, but for me as a client looking in, that's the feeling I get and actually your clients may feel the same. So being able to make yourself look busy can have hidden benefits. Um, so you could also mention before, set up reminders, which is super useful. So setting up email reminders, also text reminders, and you can, and as I mentioned earlier as well, you can block out across multiple calendars. So if you've got several calendars that you use, you literally just ping them all into the app, sync them all into the app, and then it will just block out all that time so you never ever get double booked. Um, really simply, if you've never used them before, then you once you set up your appointment type, you just get a little URL, a little uh, clickable link that you can put on your website as a button or embed your calendar onto your website as well so they can actually select directly on your site. So if you go into uh, my site and try and book a call with me, it'll actually have a, the whole calendar booking app sort of set up embedded on there so you can just select the appointment type directly. It looks really cool. Uh, or you can just literally send someone a link. So if you try to schedule a call with me, then my PA will pick up the fact you know, in an email or whatever, and they'll send you a link to book in a call uh, through this system and where I will ask you some questions if it's a sales call and you're interested in finding out working with us. And so all that is set up and automated and all my PA has to do is send that link and it's all taken care of by the app as well. Now, another really useful thing is that intake form. And I've talked about some of the benefits of having that, but a couple of additional benefits of having an intake form um, really is a gatekeeper to your time because your time is super valuable. You never know who's going to click on that link. You know, obviously you might send it out to people individually, but you know, the chances are that this might get into the hands of somebody that isn't your ideal client, not somebody you actually really want to speak to. And so by having an intake form, so where you ask some specific questions about the person or about their company, it sort of just puts that barrier up a little bit to make people think, I can't be bothered filling out this form. And those are people you don't want to speak to because they can't be bothered filling out a form. They're probably not going to be bothered implementing whatever advice you want to give them or buy the product or service. You don't make this so prohibitive and like three pages worth of questions and you know give us in 200 words or less. Your None of that. You just want to basically ask a few key questions that will put off those people that are really just tire kickers or time wasters that aren't have no intention of becoming your clients or your customers uh, and they really just want to get some stuff for free and it's maybe not the best use of your time. So it really helps um, to just 
try to eliminate a little bit of that. And uh, we have uh, simple questions and we've noticed that the quality of the calls coming through have improved dramatically uh, since doing that. We've also talked about um, capturing uh, key information about your clients, the pains and the challenges they're having. And if you're clever with this, you can actually use this information to really um, segment your clients, to give a bespoke service to them. So say, for example, one of your questions, um, I know maybe you're asking them, maybe into weight loss and you're asking them what your, what your target weight is, what your weight is now. You can use that information as you know, social proof, like your weight was this before, and now after your program, it's now come down to this. And therefore, uh, you can actually use that as evidence that that's where you were and this is where you are now. And that's, that's an amazing stuff. And whether it's, you know, you're asking them about stress, about income, about well-being, about the time they're spending doing something, whatever you will help them with, you can get a baseline from them on that initial form. And the other thing, which I think when we started doing this, we just, I know like I said, we started doing this, we just started doing this, um, and we're still developing it, is that when we've asked people what their challenges are, if we use a drop down, then we can actually use that to segment our audience. So when we follow up with those people, we can actually send them information, which is really uh, focus on the challenges that they have. And so this could be even in the buildup to the call. So you get them to identify as maybe their challenges, I need more time, or, you know, I'm, I'm not a tech person, or, you know, I'm desperately trying to hire my first assistant, or whatever it is from my point of view. Um, for our business, then I can actually send them in that that build up emails or the messages remind them about the appointment. I can focus on that challenge and explain to them, I can really help you with this and I actually give them some directed um, or some uh, not bespoke, but some um, crafted uh, copy, some crafted emails, some crafted help and advice, really targeting that, uh, that challenge that they have. Um, and you can Another great thing is the integrations that are also available through these apps. So, for example, we use Zoom for pretty much all of our meetings and we've integrated Zoom into our Acuity app, which we're using now. We're actually going to move to Calendly and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, we, we've integrated our Zoom. So every time a new meeting is set up and you can choose which meeting types this applies to, but for most of our meeting types, it will automatically create a Zoom meeting and include that Zoom link in the emails and in the reminders that are sent out. And so that person has access access to that when whenever they get their reminders and stuff. Oh yeah, I've got a meeting with Steve at three o'clock. Oh, there's a link. It's super easy. There's no fishing around in old emails trying to find a link that you may or may not have sent them you know, a few weeks ago. It automates the whole process. And as I mentioned before, you can actually sync this with your email automation app and you can trigger pretty much any other app you want by using things like Zapier and other integration tools. And also we've started doing this because we've recently started doing YouTube ads and we get people to book a call. And so when they book a call, that's actually um, captured by YouTube or by Google Ads actually and, and is seen as an event in our Google Ads account so we can see the cost of our uh, marketing versus how many people are actually booking calls all within the Google Ads account. You could do exactly the same thing for Facebook as well. Um, and one last thing that we've started doing is to use for our sales calls is that when the person books the appointment, it automatically adds them to a deal, a deal pipeline 
in our CRM so we can then track where they're up to. So when they book the appointment, when they've attended the appointment, if they miss the appointment, it automatically moves them into the right stage. And therefore we can trigger off whatever automations we want or just have you know, the sales guys to actually uh, be able to see where people are up to, chase people up if they you know, don't attend for any reason um, or they you know, haven't got back to us for, for a certain, certain amount of time. And by automatically adding that to our deal pipelines, it means that, that those people um, aren't missed uh, going forward. So I just want to give you a couple of quick case studies really about what um, so some, some use cases that we have used these for. So first of all, for our podcast guests. So we book people into our podcast by simply sending them a link. On that link, there's a form or when they book the point, there's a form and it captures things like their bio, their social images that we can use to share, any links to any uh, thing they want to promote on the podcast. Um, and also ask them a bunch of questions about what do you want to talk about? It takes all the work away from me. That then automatically triggers a zap, which then sets up a Google folder, creates a document, it then edits the document, puts all into there, it creates a task for my virtual assistant to do some research on the person. She can then um, update the uh, interview form that is created by Zapier at the time of the booking. And then when I arrive to do that interview, I just have to scan this document for five minutes beforehand and I've got all the information I need to be able to do that podcast interview without doing any of the research or the uh, pre preparatory work for that interview. And this all happens because of the automation triggered by them clicking the link. That's This is how powerful this stuff can be when you sort of stick it all together. Um, and the other, uh, another example, our client coaching calls. So we book people in, they can tell us what the challenge is going to be, exactly what I've discussed before, actually. I've repeated myself now, so I'll stop very shortly. And they can mean that we can both rebook if needed. So if I need to reschedule, I can reschedule and it automatically updates them and vice versa. It just makes it a lot, lot easier. So finally, what to go for. So the ones that we've used, as I mentioned before, Acuity and also Calendly. Now we've used Acuity for a while. It was the, it was, uh, the app that had the best integration with our CRM. Calendly has recently updated its integration with our CRM. We use ActiveCampaign. And so we're going to move to Calendly because of that that native better integration. And that is the key when you're picking your app. Don't go for the one that your mate's using or one that I recommend on this. Have a look at what your current CRM, where you're capturing your client information, have a look at what that integrates best with. And in fact, many of them already have a calendar booking system. So if you're on Go Higher Level, for example, you already have an integrated calendar booking system within that and a number of others like I think Kartra does as well. So have a look at your CRM before you go and purchase some additional add-on. But whatever one you use, you go for, try to find one that has a native integration with your CRM because it means it makes it so much easier. Currently, we have to have a Zap set up for every appointment type to be able to pull the custom fields in and put them into our CRM. It's a real faff. So that's why we're moving to Calendly because now they've actually sorted that out. So in summary, calendar booking apps are awesome. They are free or very low cost. They literally save hours of faff. They make you look more, more professional. They reduce stress, in my opinion. They um, they 
uh, make your client experience far better from the moment they book in with you all the way through to after the after the fact. And it means that you can actually automate much of that client follow-up, whether that's for new customers, for existing clients, for podcast guests, or whatever you're using this for, you can automate much of that simply by the fact that you're using an app and therefore you can ping that data wherever you want and make things just happen without your knowledge. And in my opinion, if you don't do this, you're literally throwing your time or your staff's time and therefore money down the drain. There's no reason why every business shouldn't be using some form of calendar booking app in their business to just streamline the whole process. I hope you found this useful. If you have, as always, please hit subscribe. Please leave us a review. Reviews are great. You can always ask questions in your review as well. And if you want, if you have any suggestions, I should say, for any future podcasts, stick them in there as well. I'd be happy to cover them. But make sure you do hit subscribe and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks very much. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Your Success.